Hello! Welcome to Legendary Adventures, a Legend of Zelda podcast. This week we explore the seventh dungeon in the original Legend of Zelda, level 7, The Demon. I'm your host, Paul Riley. I'm a Zelda fan, and I'm exploring the evolution of the series by playing through each mainline Zelda game in release order. That means I'm not including any spin-offs or multiplayer-focused releases. So, as we exit level 6, The Dragon, we actually have a clue on where to find level 7. But we need to solve it first. The clue we were given is, there are secrets where fairies don't live. From this clue, we're supposed to be able to figure out that there are two fairy fountains located on the overworld. One on the west, one on the east. In these fountains, great fairies restore the player's health to full. One screen over from the fairy fountain on the west, is a second fountain that contains no fairy. Instead, it's guarded by a single moblin. You can see this fairyless fountain marked on the included map with a question mark. But looking at this screen, there's no dungeon visible. How are we supposed to reveal it? For players who can't figure out, they can turn to the tips included with the map. These tips were marked with a warning saying they should only be used as a last resort. Along with the tips is a section entitled Impa and Counts in Zelda's Parting Words. It tells us to do something special to reveal the dungeon. That something special is actually playing the whistle. Once we do, the water in the fountain disappears, revealing a staircase that leads to the dungeon. So how are players supposed to know to play the whistle by doing something special? Well, trial and error. That's the way this game goes. Level 7 is in the shape of the head of a demon. The demon we see depicted in the manual resembles the head of a dragon facing east with its mouth closed. The actual shape of the dungeon is like a dragon's head facing east with its mouth open. This is absolutely the most complex dungeon to this point in the game. It's filled with boss encounters and unmarked passages. We start in the neck area. There are two open doors to the north and the east. We head east. In the next room we face two moldorms. We saw these enemies last as a mini-boss of sorts in level 2, the moon. Moldorms are worm-like enemies comprised of different balls, segments. After we clear all the segments of these enemies, we get bombs. We will need them in this dungeon. We travel north, brighten a room cleared of keys, and move east. We clear the next room of Lugoria, and then we open a closed door to the north. Inside we find an old man who offers this hint. There's a secret in the tip of the nose. This will be useful later in the dungeon. We head back south, then east again. Dig Dogger returns for a rematch. We use the whistle to make it vulnerable, then take it out in order to get some bombs. Heading east, a final time we find a room full of Stalthos. One is carrying a key. After getting the key, we backtrack, continuing west until we reach a room that appears to be a dead end. It's filled with blue goria. After clearing the room, we can place a bomb on the west wall to reveal the entrance. We enter a room with spike traps, keys, and open doors on the north and the south. We head south first to find a room filled with the rope enemies. These are the snakes. There's also fireball shooting statues and a key. After grabbing the key, we can head back north, past spike traps in a room to three Dodongo. There's a locked door on the north and an open door to the east. Passing through the locked door, we find an old man who offers to let us buy more bombs for 100 rupees. After buying the bomb expansion, we return to the room to the south and head east. We enter a room with red and blue gorias. There's an open door to the north and a closed door to the east. 
clearing the room will open that closed door. We move through that door to a room filled with Stalfos. When we brighten the room, we can see that one of them is carrying the compass. After obtaining the compass, we head back the way we came and then through the north door. We're faced with a room filled with blue gorias, keys, and two bubbles. We clear the room, cross a stream, and head through a door on the north. In the next room, we find another dig dogger and an open door to the west. Defeating the dig dogger gives us a key. We then head west to find a room full of red and blue gorias, a locked door on the north. Defeating all the gorias grants us a reward of rupees. We can then travel through the locked door to find one of the most infamous puzzles in the game. A lone Goria blocks a door to the north. It says, Rumble Grumble. It does not move or attack. So how do we get by a Goria that won't move? Well, by feeding it, of course. I haven't mentioned this before, but in some shops there are pieces of meat for sale. This item is called bait. It's infrequently used at best. Some, but not all enemies are drawn to place bait. It gives players just a little more room to either take out those enemies or avoid them. I've never used it, except at this point, and I imagine that's the case for a lot of other players. The grumbling is supposed to convey hunger, but many players say that just doesn't click for them. I have to admit, I didn't figure out this puzzle on my own. I learned the solution long before I ever played this far into the game, and I can't say that I would have pieced it together myself either. But, looking at with the solution already known, I can see how it is a solvable puzzle, with the clues that are given. Truly stuck players can get an extra hint on the printed tips with the manual. It just plainly states that the players will run into a hungry Goria in the dungeon that will perhaps give them the solution. Once the Goria is gone, we can continue to the north. Brightening the next room, we find a map and a locked door on the east. We travel through the door to find a room packed with blue Goria. After clearing the room, we head through a newly opened door on the north and clear another room of Goria before heading east. The next room, also filled with Goria, but a key as well. We collect it, clear the room, open the door we came through, and reach another apparent dead end. Thinking back to level five, the lizard, players may recall that the eye of the dungeon was created with an unmarked room on the map. Nothing is shown on the map, but there is in fact a room there, and that's also the case here. Backtracking, we can find a room just west of the eye and place a bomb on the east wall. A passage is revealed, taking us to a room packed with Goria guarding a staircase that's surrounded by the diamond pattern of blocks. We know the drill here. Defeating the enemies allows us to push the west block and to go down the stairs to a 2D item collection screen. The item here is a red candle. The blue candle we bought in the shop could only be used one time per screen. This red candle can be used as many times as we want. It's helpful for players who don't want to use a walkthrough to find secrets, and it's also helpful for finding the next dungeon. Heading back up the stairs, we're once again at an apparent dead end, and once again, bombs are the solution. Placing a bomb on the east wall creates a new doorway to a room filled with blue goria. There's locked doors on the north and the east. The room to the north is completely optional. We can spend a key and fight a moldorm to get additional bombs, but the room on the east leads to our third and final match with Dig Dogger in this dungeon. Defeating the boss allows us to move north to a room with three more Dodongo and bombs to collect. We use the bombs to make a path on the wall to the east to reach the tip of the nose. This room is another apparent dead end, and bombs will not help us this time. But we did get a clue much earlier in the dungeon that there was a secret within this room. Blocks within this room form kind of a U-shape, except it's turned 90 degrees onto its side, 
the opening is on the west. We need to find a block to push in order to advance. There's wall master enemies that make a return here. If they grab us, we'll be taken back to the beginning of the dungeon. But clearing the room of the enemies will allow us to press up against the blocks and the center block moves to reveal a staircase. We enter a two-dimensional underground passage and emerge into an otherwise unreachable room to the southwest of the eye. We clear this room of Goria, use bombs to blast a hole in the wall to the east, taking us to the boss room. Inside, we rematch with the very first boss of the game, Aquamentus. This guy falls even faster than it did in our first encounter. We get the heart container and another piece of the Triforce. Next week, we're going to go to the tree at the dead end and brave the eighth dungeon in the game, the lion. If you want to follow along, please subscribe if you haven't already. I'm Paul Riley. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.